Welcome to FAIR Podcasts. On this episode, we're breaking down important immigration issues and examining each component. Right here on FAIR Podcasts, issue analysis. Let's start the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another FAIR Podcast. My name is Liz Jacobs, Government Relations Counsel at FAIR, and today I'm joined by FAIR's Government Relations Director, Robert Law, to discuss the Trump administration's plans to finally phase out DACA. Rob, thanks for being here. Happy to be here, Liz. So today, September 5th, Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced that the Trump administration plans to start phasing out DACA. This announcement comes seven months into Trump's first year in office. While this certainly marks a much-needed win for true immigration reform, the plan still comes with its stipulations. Why do you think the announcement to end the program was made today? Well, today's decision to finally wind down DACA is incredibly exciting news for FAIR and for proponents of true immigration reform. The president had campaigned and promised to end it on day one, and while he didn't exactly live up to that promise, he did it today, and that's important. This is the day after Labor Day. We can now do a program to get Americans back to work. And and really today, September 5th, was a deadline that Texas and the states that challenge the expansion of DACA and the DAPA amnesty program had given President Trump until today, September 5th, to end the program himself, or they were going to go to court and sue him and challenge the unconstitutionality of it. So the president responded to that threat and has rightfully ended the program and is going to be phasing it out. Like you just mentioned, Trump promised on the campaign trail to cancel the program on day one. Why do you think the Trump administration waited this long to act? Basically, the the DACA population has been branded brilliantly as the most sympathetic group of illegal aliens. You often hear about valedictorians and infants that were brought here through no fault of their own. And so politically, that's a very difficult class of people to deal with. But over time, the president learned that in truth, DACA is actually a jobs program for adults and and realizing that there's just not a legal foundation for a president to create an immigration class. And that's why he needed to end the program. Like I mentioned earlier, the Trump administration plans to phase out DACA gradually. Could you explain how the phase out is going to work? Sure, Liz, this is a really important question. And there's a tiered approach based on the individual status. So for illegal aliens who have never received DACA and have never applied for it, the Department of Homeland Security and specifically USCIS will no longer accept new applications. If an illegal alien has already applied for DACA and they're waiting to hear back if they will get it or not, DHS will review those applications and they will approve the two-year work permits for eligible individuals. And then you go to the current DACA population. There are a number of them who are already seeking renewals, and DHS will process those renewals and will authorize two-year work permits for those who remain eligible for the program. And then there's the rest of the DACA population. And the way this new policy will work is if if your DACA status ends today, September 5th, through March 5th of 2018, You have exactly one month from today, so October 5th, to seek out one more renewal for a two-year permit. Trump has urged Congress to act before the first DACA recipients begin to lose their protected status on March 5th, 2018. What do you think the odds are Congress will act before that deadline, and what do you think the new reforms might look like? So to be clear, you know, again, as, as fair listeners know, 
this program was unconstitutional because the executive branch doesn't have the ability to create immigration statuses. Only Congress can. So Congress has a number of, you know, questions that they need to figure out. There's obviously the DREAM Act amnesty. Do not see the American people or the Trump administration having the appetite to just sign that as a standalone measure. But right now what you're seeing is there's a lot of back and forth and a lot of trading. Will they package a dreamer amnesty with border wall funding? Will they do it with interior enforcement, the RAISE Act to cut legal immigration? Right now it's all speculation, but it's looking like certain elements of Congress want to package something together, and it remains to be seen what that looks like. There's certainly a lot of buildup to the announcement today. Emotions on the side that opposes President Trump ending DACA seem to be at an all-time high. Do you think if the Trump administration kept its promise by ending DACA quicker, all of this could have been avoided or at least tempered? The open border groups are always out in full force. No matter if this was done on day one or the last day of the Trump administration, there would be outrage over this because the special interest groups that oppose our immigration laws want to bestow as many benefits as possible on as many illegal aliens. They, in fact, don't want our laws enforced, and they support a mass amnesty for the entire illegal alien population. So a lot of this outrage is really just manufactured, and it's based on scare tactics that are just not true. For instance, you're hearing a lot of reports today that the ending of DACA is going to result in the mass deportation and roundup of DACA recipients. That's blatantly false. All this is is going to be over a two-year period, these individuals will lose their work authorization and revert back to an unlawful presence status. All that means is you are here in the country unlawfully, subject to removal, but you're not a priority. Dangerous criminals have been and will continue to be a priority But all illegal aliens are subject to removal. That's what our immigration laws say. Do you agree with the mainstream media's claim that ending DACA punishes young illegal aliens for the acts of their parents? You know, that's one of the the major talking points that you hear time and time again about DACA. In fact, if you were to grant amnesty to these individuals, you would really be rewarding their parents for their lawless behavior. Their, Their parents made a choice to bring them here and defy our immigration laws. And just because you have children doesn't mean that you have a human shield that exempts you from any form of enforcement. If, for example, one of our parents couldn't afford their mortgage payments because they bought too big of a house, well, that's not my fault or or your fault, uh, but I don't get to stay in the house if, if my parents keep missing their payments. You get evicted. So Children all the time bear the consequences of poor decisions from from their parents. And this notion that we don't, uh, you know, punish the children for the sins of the parents is is blatantly false and is used to to gin up emotion and outrage and is just devoid of all fact. Well, Rob, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show today. We will keep our listeners updated as more information comes out. Thanks, Liz. That's all for this episode of Fair Podcasts. Be sure to click the subscribe button and head over to fairus.org to contact us through email or Twitter at Fair Immigration to keep you up to date on the latest immigration update and reports. That's fairus.org.